The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to Intuitive Connection, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. So hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. Today, it's a little bit actually hard to explain the information that wants to come through. So I'm going to kind of let it start going and see where the guides take us. The one little clue that they're giving us is that this information has to do with change and the levels in which change can occur and also how we can sometimes get information and achieve a level of conceptual understanding before we're actually able to have that information sort of internalized on that experiential level and experience real, true, and profound changes in our lives. All right, so here we go. So I was thinking about this today when I was driving home and my brain was sort of wandering around and uh, I was thinking about a certain, I can't even remember what it was, but some kind of realization that I've had recently, which is something that I've known for a really long time, like in my mind, like something that I understood spiritually, like this is a good idea or this is how things should be. And I just realized that while I understood it and could communicate it and have even received guidance on this particular topic, which I don't remember what it was, <laughs> for some of my clients, it's only now that I'm really starting to live it, right? And I see this a lot with my clients too and just folks in the spiritual community in general where we understand things like forgiveness. We understand things like surrender. We understand that we are all, you know, light and love beings having a human experience and yet we don't always live our lives according to these understandings, to these higher principles. And in fact, the guides say, to a certain point, the understanding isn't really the point at all. Now I've seen too, and this is where they're kind of redirecting me, and the work that I do, oftentimes people heal on levels and they grow on different levels. Sometimes they grow actually almost unconsciously, the guides say. So they simply notice these shifts in their lives without having any understanding even of what is going on. An example of that would be Eckhart Tolle, right? He his story. I mean, I wasn't there, but the way he tells the story is he was in a really a dark state, suicidal, you know, tortured by his own mind, by his own thoughts. And then all of a sudden that lifted and he found himself in another space and a space of ease and joy and wonder. And he said it was two years later when he started to realize what had happened that he wasn't thinking anymore, that he had released his attachment to thought. 
And so it wasn't a conceptual understanding. Like if you read his books, like The Power of Now, and you know it's only the present moment, and we need to get out of the ego, and we need to still the mind, and yada, yada, yada. Those are concepts. Those are thoughts. Those are the way that he's explained his experience. Ooh. And But it's very different than the experience of living it, Right. <laughs> Right? Most of us do not live in a state of total presence. We don't live in a state of total surrender. We still have thoughts roaming around in our mind, and our minds might not still all that often, or they might still for a really long time or whatever, but understanding the idea is not necessarily what's going to get you there. And so sometimes we have these profound changes in our lives, and then later on, our mind will come through and go, hey, did you see what happened? Like it did for Eckhart Tolle, right? Ah. <sighs> But most human beings tend to learn the other way around. We've been taught to learn from the idea and then implement that practice in our lives. And so we read spiritual books and we listen to spiritual podcasts and then we think, okay, how do I make this happen for me? And like the number of times that the guides will show people things or tell people things in a session and people will say, okay, but what do I do? And it's always my understanding that you know we're planting the seeds you might not have to do anything at all. It might simply be aligning with this idea, with this intention, with this possibility, and then the doing will kind of take care of itself. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you don't have to take action, but it means that a lot of times our minds try to take over and solve a problem that our spirit will guide us through if we're willing to listen. And so sometimes these conceptual teachings, right, it can be a long time, if ever, before the understanding in our mind of, of how these things should be and the experiencing of it. And the experiencing of it is always on a deeper level because you're actually here in this human container to experience. As you've heard me say before, life, right, is an experiential process. And the being, right, the experiencing that is where the gold is. And that, my friends, does not come from the mind. But I have some pretty good news here. And that is what I've seen again and again with myself and with others. Sometimes those concepts, sometimes those ideas amount to seed planting, right? We read a book like The Power of Now, and maybe it resonates with us so deeply, but we don't know what to do about that. And maybe we, you know, we join a group and we try to figure out like, what are the steps to you know, being in the now like Eckhart Tolle. And he would tell you, I'm pretty sure, I think he does in the book that, you know, <laughs> don't read the book that way. But, you know, human's going to do what human's going to do, right? But meanwhile, the seeds have been planted. You now understand that there's another way of being, right? Your spirit has been reminded, reactivated, realigned. And so life, if you let it, will show you will guide you, will allow you, will open up for you. Isn't that amazing? And so again, sometimes I see these principles as sort of guiding ways. And, and it's not that we have to force or push, but we just sort of allow that, oh, I know this to be true. And now I'd like to align with it more. I'd like to experience it more. I'd like to flow with it more. And I'd like to see where life will take me. Now, sometimes when you set an intention or have an idea, life will show you where it's not happening for you. And that is okay too, because again, those are the areas where we need to stretch and grow and life is showing us, life is helping us, life is supporting us. And again, all we have to do is show up with presence and a clean, pure, aligned intention 
we're as aligned as we can get it, and we are good to go. And by the way, even if you don't have those things, life will still be working. So fear not. Life is always working for you, even when it feels like it's not. And the guides remind me to say there's actually nothing you can do to mess it up. Okay? So please know that. I'm going to fold that page over and know that for myself as well, because sometimes I still forget. But the point that we're talking about today is oftentimes we try to do the work of spiritual development in our minds, in our heads, in our understanding. And again, this can be a potent and important first step because it can be a remembering. It can plant the seeds. But the guides say it can also be a red herring. It can also take us away because the mind's going to be what the mind's going to be. And when we try to grasp things too tightly with our mind, we tend to squeeze the life out of them, right? We tend to choke them. We choke their essence. And also the mind will often be fraught with misunderstanding. So you think you got it in your head and you talk yourself around it, but if you're not living it, that's a very different thing. And so you see this with a lot of religious teachings, but I also see it with people who are very spiritual too, right? (laughs) They understand what the concepts are and they think that they're living in accordance, but they're really, really not. So I don't want to offend anybody here, but years ago, my kids went to a Quaker school and I love Quakers and I love that philosophy and that approach and, and I was really drawn to it. And one of the tenets of Quaker philosophy, and if there are any Quakers listening to the podcast and I'm getting this wrong, I apologize. I'm going to do the very best I can do, but they're really big on non-judgment, right? Not judging others. And of course, that's a beautiful thing. I am down with that too. But one of the things that I noticed is that some people in that community, without realizing it, were extra special judgy of others. They didn't realize they were being judgy, and they really truly believed in this idea of non-judgment, but their way that they were living hadn't completely caught up to their ideology yet. And I believe that this was not everyone, by the way, but some people. And I really believe that we're often drawn to the teachings that we need to hear because these are the areas that we need to grow. And say if your soul is here wanting to really have an exercise in learning about non-judgment, you may be drawn to Quaker teachings. You may be born into a body and a family that that is their, you know, their spiritual. I don't know if Quaker is really considered a religion, but I think it is, but their spiritual teachings, whatever, right? You may be drawn. I see this a lot in yoga communities too, right? Where people are drawn to these teachings because that's what they need to learn. But the trick is, Those teachings, they plant the seeds, they point the direction that we are heading in. But sometimes, you know, it takes a while of living, maybe multiple lifetimes before we can really internalize those concepts and live in accordance. And remember too that the teachings themselves, while helpful, are not 100% the point. I often say when I'm teaching that it's best when you listen with a soft mind. You've probably heard me say this before if you've listened to the show long enough. Right, A soft mind meaning it's as if like when you're looking at something and you kind of blur your eyes a little bit, right? It's not so sharp. You might not be able to put a label on everything anymore. You just kind of get that gestalt. I often think about taking spiritual teachings the same way with that loose mind, just allowing what wants to come through to come through, but not thinking too hard. Because again, when we think too hard, we often lose the truth in the teachings, right? And so non-judgment could mean a lot of things. This is not my understanding of how Quakers work, but there are times that we say, 
you know, non-judgment, except for the guy, you know, across the road in that town. Those guys we judge, we just don't judge our own people, right? I mean, that would be a gross misinterpretation of that shall not judge. But it happens because people are human. So again, when we listen with that soft mind or the guide saying when we listen with our heart, right? We open our heart to these teachings. That too can help us bring them in more on the experiential level. And that can lead to a deeper level of change. So the guys are prompting us to do a little exercise. And this is so cool because they don't usually do that. Or maybe I just don't usually (laughs) stop talking long enough to hear them. But this involves a pen and paper. So you can do this now or if you happen to have one handy or you can do this later. But it's around meditating on and writing down the key spiritual principles that you think you are working on right now, right? Could it be non-judgment? Could it be forgiveness? Could it be surrender, going with the flow? Could it be being more present and living in the now? Whatever these tag words are, (laughs) having a positive mindset, which I don't always think of as a spiritual teaching, but that's a conversation for another day. But you can either meditate on it and see what comes up intuitively, or you can use your mind and say, like, these are the things that are popping up on my radar a lot or the things that I think about a lot. Put them down on a piece of paper, okay? And imagine as you're doing that, you're doing two things. You are setting an intention, but you're also, and this is actually the same thing, you're calling in all of the energy to show you, one, is this the right place to focus? And how far along am I on this path of really vibing and aligning with this principle? Am I understanding this principle properly or do I need a little bit more elucidation? And also, is this something that doesn't resonate with me at all that I'm ready to let go? And ask yourself those questions again intuitively and also invite life to answer those questions intuitively, right? Put it down in your journal on your piece of paper, feel into those questions and then notice what happens next. Do you see books around this topic and popping into your life? Do you have opportunities in your day-to-day living to say, surrender to something? Just start to notice. Because again, the purpose of spiritual teachings is always to awaken a deeper knowing within you, right? And the words aren't even important, friends. The words are just what the guides use because... That is the commodity that human beings, you know, trade information on in this realm. But a lot of times the energy transmission has nothing to do with the words at all, right? And again, that's where the soft mind comes in. But again, this is around those spiritual teachings where you feel yourself drawn, where you feel like either this is something, man, I am totally rocking this, or maybe something that you feel drawn to develop more. And the exercise is around sort of discerning between that kind of ego attachment to these ideas and where we are in terms of our true understanding. And remember too, sometimes we chase something, right? You are chasing. I know a lot of people, I want to chase that place that Eckhart Tolle is in, that place of pure presence. I got to get there. When I get there, I'm going to be so happy. My guides are telling me he's not even there. He is there, right? But it's, it's definitely there, but not in the way that your mind wants to chase it. Because being there is simply being present with whatever's happening, right? So wherever you are now, you can be there. You are there. And you can expand more and more into the now, right? You can allow yourself to surrender to what is. 
But if you look at it like a goal that you're chasing, you've lost the now altogether. Now, the last thing that guys wanted to say about spiritual teachings and the mind, because now they've actually shown me what the topic is. So Yahoo, now I even have a title for this episode. The last thing that they want to share about spiritual teachings and the mind is that oftentimes spiritual teachings appear to be paradoxical, right? They appear to be in paradox. And they say that is because they're elucidating the limits of the human mind. The human mind in and of itself can't capture these deeper truths. You can live them. You can experience them. You are them right now, right? But the mind is a little bit slow to catching up and will never get there completely. And so these paradoxes are a way that we can bypass the mind, that we can stretch the mind, that we can feel into the truth of these truths without getting the mind all in a huff, right? All kind of like doing its mindy old thing. Does that make sense? So I'm thinking about like Zen koans, and I hope I said that right, that are paradoxes. But really all the time, my guides speak in paradoxes, right? I just did speak in paradox. Because again, it's sort of like saying, you know, there's time and there's no time, right? A lot of the fundamental truths of life are not things that your mind can grasp. And so allowing for that and feeling into the contradiction, the disparity, the confusion is one of the most surefire ways to release it. Your mind wants to know. That is its job. Your job as an incarnated angel, I love that, is to allow your mind to do her work without getting too invested. So when you take in these spiritual teachings, just notice how you're responding. Notice how it feels in your body. Notice the ones that, you know, get your panties in a whirl or whatever that expression is, right? Because there are always some that as we're growing are like, really, really, you want me to do that? You think that is the truth? Ah. And sometimes we don't even know what those are until we set that intention to flow into those. Remember too that sometimes what your mind thinks you want is not what you need at all. And that the deeper process of life is to surrender and to let life show you what you need, right? And she always will. And know that your mind is an amazing gift for helping you navigate this human journey. But at a certain point, you got to let her go. All right, so that's all that comes through today. I hope that was as helpful for you as it was for me. And I'm interested to hear those of you who tried that little exercise, if it made sense and how it's going for you. And I'm gonna try to have an abbreviated version of that one in the Facebook group as well. So I hope you all will join me there, Intuitive Connection Community, and we can chat a little bit more about the mind and spiritual teachings. So thank you again for tuning in today and namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. 
I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation Podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.